Do the Minnesota Golden Gophers have the best running back room in the country? That's up for debate, and we're going to talk about it today on Locked On Golden Gophers. Locked On Golden Gophers, your daily podcast on the Minnesota Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant. Now we're talking Gophers. Now it's the off season, so we're doing three shows a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But I'll try to sneak some extras in there for y'all when anything big comes up. As soon as we hit August, as soon as we hit training camp, we're back to every single day of the week, Monday through Friday. So be sure to tune in. Be sure to get others involved. Subscribe. And you know what? Check us out wherever you find podcasts. Find us at Locked On Golden Gophers. Now today we are talking about the Minnesota Golden Gophers football program, but more specifically the running back room with the Gophers. Is it the best running back room in the entire country? Now, that might sound blasphemous to you, but it's not too crazy. Now, I probably wouldn't put it up there as the best running back room, but top five, it's right there for me, folks. It's right there for me. Top five is not unreasonable, and also, it's not just me, the Gophers podcast host that thinks that, but an analyst over at CBS recently dropped an article this week that talked about the top five running back rooms in the nation. And the Gophers made the cut. They were top five. Now, honorable mention schools included Central Michigan, Georgia Bulldogs, Syracuse Orange, Appalachian State, uh, Ole Miss, and Michigan. Now, what is strangely missing from this list was Alabama. They didn't make the top five or the honorable mentions. They've got Jameer Gibbs coming in. They've got a handful of highly touted recruits coming in. And they've also got some returners coming. So they've got a pretty loaded running back room. I'm really surprised not to see them somewhere in the top five or honorable mentions. I think it's up for debate, but they should at least be recognized in that list. So that was the one thing that really stood out for me on being incorrect from the CBS take. Now, there were some issues that we'll get into, but... I like the respect. Now, the Gophers came in at number five with mentions of Mo Ibrahim and Trey Potts, but they didn't mention anything about Zach Evans, didn't mention anything about Bryce Williams, and I think that that was a big mistake on CBS's part, and it doesn't, it takes away from how special this running back room actually is. It's not just two guys, but it's four plus guys in the room having success. Now, number four was the Utah Utes with Tavion Thomas and Micah Bernard leading the charge. Number three was the Wisconsin Badgers with Braylon Allen and Chez Malusi. And then we have number two, Ohio State with Travion Henderson, Mayan Williams, and Evan Pryor. And then number one was Texas with Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson, and Keelan Robinson. Now, also, they didn't mention... True freshman coming in, Alfred Blue, who is one of the highest rated running backs in the 2022 recruiting class. So they did miss, they missed some key additions 
when it came to true freshmen in the rooms. And hence, maybe that's why Alabama didn't make it in the at least the conversation. But I think ignoring the true freshmen, whether you know what they'll produce at the collegiate level or not, is a misstep for sure. So overall, looking into the production of these running back rooms, the top three make sense, and I won't argue them. Texas, Ohio State, and Wisconsin, those are some of the best running back rooms easily. Bijan Robinson is probably the most talented running back in the entire country, and Travion Henderson is probably the most talented running back in his class of 2024 and one of the top five most talented running backs in the country. Jameer Gibbs is up there in that conversation. So it's not a surprise to see Texas, Ohio State up there. And then Braylon Allen went absolutely bananas as a true freshman. So I get it. I understand it. But the Gophers, I believe, could be higher than Utah. I think that Mo Ibrahim has proven more than Tavion Thomas uh, with two different years in which he cracked 1,000 on top of a 15-touchdown season. Now, I know Tavion Thomas had 21 touchdowns last season, but I still think Ibrahim and Potts outproduced. Then you have guys like Bryce Williams who showed little flashes here and there. You've got Zach Evans coming in. So I do believe as a whole, taking the entire room into consideration, the Gophers should come in at number four or keep them at five and put Bama at four. But I do agree that we are one of the best running back rooms in the nation. I appreciate the head nod, the sign of respect when it comes to the Gophers running back room. But like I said, you got to take the whole picture into account. Now, the injury to both running backs last year may be the reason that the Gophers are lower than Utah, but the exclusion of Bryce, who lit up Nebraska for 127 yards and a touchdown last year, and then the exclusion of true freshman Zach Evans, who heavily impressed coaches during spring ball with a majority of all the reps in spring ball and also showing flashes in that spring game as well, not taking those into consideration is a travesty in my opinion and it's not you can't you just can't it's not realistic so i believe that all of that considered the gophers should be ahead of utah but we're right up there for some of the best running backs in the country as a whole and as a room mo ibrahim is also one of the best running backs in the entire nation so you love to see it you love the respect but let's break down each of the running backs in our room and how it goes even beyond the talent in this system. But first, I want to talk to you about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is that delicious protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You can replace your candy bars with it. It's filling if you need a snack to tide you over from lunch to dinner or even breakfast to lunch. Grab a Built Bar. It'll do the trick. It's great for after workouts. It's protein packed, anywhere from 17 to 19 grams of protein. And they also have Puffs, which is their marshmallow product wrapped in 100% real chocolate. All of the Built Bars are wrapped in 100% real chocolate. And they have delicious flavors. Like I said, they care about the taste. They've got brownie batter. They've got birthday cake puffs. They've even got a new one in the mud pie puffs. You have to try it, folks. I'm telling you, it's a throwback. It's nostalgia, but it tastes great. So head on over to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, for 15% off your order at built.com. 
and you can use that more than one time. You can use that each time you go over to Built to get your order. So be sure to use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. So as I said, we're going to jump into breaking down the entirety of the running back room here at the University of Minnesota. But first, I want to thank you all for listening to the show, following the show, making Locked On Golden Gophers your first listen. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA and make sure to tune in to the ultimate Locked On NBA mock draft. If you paid attention during the NFL draft, there was experts that did a mock draft and they pulled from the different channels all across. There were so many people involved, including experts over at Odyssey as well. Well, we're doing it again for the NBA draft, so be sure to tune in and go follow over at Locked On NBA mock draft. You're not going to want to miss that. But let's dive into the running back room. As I said, we're starting with our guy, Mo Ibrahim. He's had two seasons with over 1,000 yards. He was the season rush yards per game leader at 153.7 yards per game in 2020. That is a school record. And then on top of that, he has the ability to go for three to four touchdowns in a single game. In fact, he had scored four touchdowns in a single half in one of his games. He has that elite ability in the red zone, especially to find the goal line and punch it in. He's got the game breaking speed. He can do it from any part of the field. He can do it from the red zone. He can do it from the far end. I mean, Mo Ibrahim does what the Gophers ask of him. Now he's had three games over 200 yards that's tied and sharing the record with Lawrence Maroney, Chris Darkins, and Daryl Thompson, and I believe he is going to break that record this year. He'll have at least one game with over 200 rushing yards. Don't be surprised there. Now, he has been awarded the Big Ten Running Back of the Year in 2020, and that's talking about in a conference that is often filled with some of the best rushers in college football. I mean, I just listed the top five running back rooms as opposed, er, as stated by CBS, and you have Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Minnesota all in the top five. That's three of the top five schools being Big Ten programs. And that's not just last year or uh, this upcoming year. That's consistent. I mean, if you look at the last couple of years, Jonathan Taylor was one of the best running backs in the entire country just recently out of Wisconsin. Kenneth Walker last year was one of the best running backs in the entire country out of Michigan State that year. I mean, we've seen guys extending all the way back to uh, Melvin Gordon and other running backs from more than just these handful of teams. You've seen the J.K. Dobbins. You've seen just so many running backs coming out of the Big Ten. And so it's it's not surprising. It's not shocking. But it's awesome that he was in company with some of those running backs as the best running back in the Big Ten in 2020. Now, since 2018, he has had the second most rush yards after contact that recently dropped as a PFF stat recently. Since 2018, the second most rush yards after contact in the first was Jonathan Taylor, and then Mo Ibrahim is number two, and then J.K. Dobbins is number three. He's up there with elite company, guys that are doing it on Sundays now, guys that are showing their talents at the the best of the best at that 
elite cream of the crop level. I mean, Jonathan Taylor was possibly the best running back, maybe debate with Derrick Henry prior to his injury last year, but the best running back in the entire professional football league last year. So it's not bad company to be have your name a part of. And on top of that, the thing that was most exciting was heading into 2021, we kicked off the season with Ohio State, and in just over two quarters, prior to that devastating injury, he had 163 yards and two touchdowns in just over two quarters against one of the best programs in the entire nation. If that doesn't get you excited for his top-end talent, for what he can do, I don't know what will, but that just goes to show you his ability is more than average. It's more than above average. He is one of the best running backs in the nation when he is healthy, and he is healthy now. He is. He took place in spring drills. He did indie drills, and he's getting there, folks. I have full confidence that he is going to be back on the field for us, and he's going to show why he is so special. So we all know about Mo Ibrahim. Let's move on to Trey Potts. Now, Trey Potts also saw heck of efficiency when it came to last season. He saw 552 yards and six touchdowns in only five games. And you know what? Technically, it was basically four games. He came in and spelled after the Mo Ibrahim injury where he got a handful of touches for 34 yards. So if you take that one game out, 34 yards away from that. So it's 525-ish yards in four games last season prior to his injury. That was on 112 touches. He was averaging 110 yards per game. He had games of 178 yards, 121 yards, 141 yards, and 78 yards in those four other games. He even showed flashes as a redshirt freshman with 121 total yards on 19 touches. I mean... He showed that he has the talent, the ability is there, and that we shouldn't miss a beat if anybody goes down for injury. If Mo Ibrahim goes down for injury, Potts has shown he can step up. But then Potts went down with injury, and others in this running back room continued to step up. Now, they're not all still with our program, but it goes to show you that it is beyond just the talent here at the Golden Gophers, but that they have a great system, a favorable system in place four running backs here in the Minnesota football program. So if you look at each running back who has had the opportunity in Minnesota as of late, you will see a trend of consistency across the board. Bryce Williams, 17 touches for 127 yards against Nebraska last season. He had eight touches for 50 yards and two touchdowns against a top three defense in Wisconsin last season. He saw efficiency in production in his limited amount of carries prior to his injury. Now, we had a freak show of injuries last year when it came to our running back room, but people did not miss a beat. We went, we had five running backs with major touches, and all of them, all five of them, showed out. I've just named three of them, all three that got injuries last season and that are back with the Gophers this upcoming season. But you also had Kai Thomas, who is now transferred to the University of Kansas. But he had 166 attempts for 824 yards and six touchdowns last season. 
He had 21 attempts for 139 against Maryland, 21 attempts for 106 versus Northwestern, 29 attempts for 126 versus Iowa, 26 attempts for 105 and two touchdowns versus Indiana, and 21 attempts for 144 and a touchdown versus West Virginia. So right there, that's already five games where he cracked over 100 yards in his time with the Gophers as a redshirt freshman last season when asked to step up when three other guys had gone down. He stepped up to the plate and performed, produced, and had efficiency. But it wasn't just him. Bucky Irving, true freshman last season, led Minnesota with 966 all-purpose yards as a true freshman. He rushed 133 times for 700 rush yards and four rushing touchdowns. He had 105 yards and a touchdown in 15 attempts versus Maryland. 19 attempts for 110 yards and two touchdowns versus Northwestern. 117 all-purpose yards against that top defense in Wisconsin. And then 129 rush yards in the bowl game versus West Virginia. So those two guys stepped up to the plate, being the fourth and fifth running backs on the team. So what did we learn from all this? What I learned is the Gophers' run game is not just one player, hence why we do believe we do belong in that top running back rooms conversation. Easily, we need to be in those conversations, and that's shown through just last year alone. But it isn't just last year. It's been happening year after year. With P.J. Fleck being in tow, we've seen production. We've seen it from Mo Ibrahim across the board, but that now you see it from all these guys coming in when they're asked to step up they do so it's not just one player yes these guys are talented but the system works and paired with the offensive line the offense will find a way to capitalize on your strengths we have one of the best offensive line coaches in the entire nation and he is consistently developing those guys and he's making the best of the opportunities that they have we're getting depth at that position so this is going to continue to be a strong room a strong asset to the gophers but it's not just that the future is in good hands as well and we're going to talk about that coming up next Now, thank you once again. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked on Golden Gophers. We're almost at 200 subscribers on YouTube, and I would truly appreciate it if you hit that subscribe button and make sure to catch the podcast over there. Please, if you have any questions, if there's prospects you want to hear about, drop them down below. Upcoming prospects that you're hoping land with the Gophers, prospects that have already committed, let us know who you want to hear about down below. I'm going to reach out to John Garcia, who is our insider scout who works with Sports Illustrated as well, to have him on the show and talk about those players you want to hear about. So be sure to drop those below in the comments. If you're not on YouTube, if you don't have a YouTube channel, then feel free to tweet us over at Twitter. Send a DM to the LO Golden Gophers Twitter page, and I will be sure to get those questions over on the show with John Garcia. Now, like I said, we're going to talk about why the future is still bright when it comes to this running back room. So we've talked about the past, we've talked about the present, but what about the future? Now, of those five running backs I listed from last year, two of them have transferred and Mo will be gone after this season, his final year of eligibility. So three of those five will be gone within, within a year. Within one year, three of those five will be gone. Two of them are already out the door. 
but I think our future is still just as bright at running back. And you know what? I'm not too worried about it. You have Zach Evans, you have Darius Taylor, who can both carry the torch with Trace and Potts. And so those three guys will probably lead that room next season. You still have Bryce Williams who will contribute as well, but I see him more as a rotational back, a spell back, sometimes involved in the pass game. You've got guys like Kendall Moore, got guys like uh, Jordan Newbin who can also contribute, but I think we're in good hands, folks. I am extremely impressed. And you know what? We still have Marquise Williams who is uh, has the Gophers high on his list as well, and he is a four-star running back recruit in this t- class of 2023. So you've got Zach Evans, you've got Darius Taylor, potentially Marquise Williams. And so let's talk about Zach Evans first. I am thrilled. I am stoked. I just cannot wait to see Zach Evans hit the field. Hopefully it will be a bit this year as well. He'll get some touches, he'll get some production, he'll get some opportunity. That's what I'm hoping for because I think this kid is going to be special. And he's coming in at a perfect time. You've got Mo Ibrahim getting ready to head on to the NFL most likely. And you've got Zach Evans coming to learn with him for a year before the torch is handed over. Now, Evans saw a massive production at a Texas prep high school he, he was rated the rival's number 10 running back at one point in his recruiting period during the class of 2022. In his senior season, he ran 243 times for 1,957 rush yards and 26 rushing touchdowns. He also, in his junior year, had 135 touches for 1,220 yards and 14 rushing touchdowns. And then even as a sophomore, had 794 yards and 7 touchdowns. So he saw production sophomore through senior year, gradual progression, more and more workload, more increased production, higher efficiency, and I don't think that that is going to stop. I believe his best football is yet to come. But you don't have to believe me. I mean... I'm hopefully here to help you guys see what that future is, see what the progress and the hope is, but you don't have to listen and take my word for it. Why don't you take the running back coach at the Golden Gophers as well, who is quoted saying, Zach has got a work ethic that is unmatchable. That is what you want to hear when it comes to any player of any position at any sport. If you have an at work ethic that is unmatchable, then you know that you're going to grind and continue to progress and get to the next step, the next level, and take that leap. So hearing that from the coach is music to our ears. But on top of that, he said that his understanding, and he's picking up the offense really quickly, he's picking up the scheme, and it shows. And it allows him to play faster and faster and faster. And if you look at where he is starting compared to people of the past the past few years, past few classes and where they started, he is starting at a level that is probably having a bit more success than all the other backs have had at times. If that doesn't get you excited, knowing that he just joined the program this spring and that he just started having that work and just started picking up the playbook in January, February, March... If that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will, folks, but Zach Evans is going to be the real deal. Not only did our running back coach 
quote was quoted by saying all that but Kirk Soraka also said there is a ton of potential to be a great player when it comes to Zach Evans so extremely good hands to have as a true freshman coming in but then you have next year's class with Darius Taylor as well and he is a great complimentary back and his skill set complements Zach Evans skill set so well in my opinion it we could be talking potentially sharing a backfield like Lawrence Maroney and Marion Barber. Now, I'm not saying that's what it's going to be. That would be extremely hard to ever compare anybody to that, and I'm not going to put that on those kids' shoulders. But what I am saying is that those two running backs, Darius Taylor and Zach Evans, complement each other very well. Zach Evans has good hands. He can catch the ball, but he's great on the ground in the ground and pound game. Darius Taylor started out heavily as a wide receiver in his high school prep work and his prep career, but then his new head coach came over and got him working into the or the running backs, and he exploded from there. So he's got great receiving skills. He's got slot work. He's an explosive player, and he is great in the return game as well. So pairing those two guys together could be absolutely lethal. It could be something that a lot of programs do not have, and the versatility could be everything for the Gophers as we look forward. And again, that's not even mentioning that Trey Potts still has, after this season, he'll still have two more years of eligibility if he chooses. So that running back room is not getting worse. I do not believe it's getting worse. If anything, it can continue to grow and get better. Now, we'll dive more in on guys like Marquise Williams if he does end up committing, but either way, I believe the future is in good hands. And in my honest opinion, we will continue to be one of the best running back rooms in the nation for years to come. That's going to do it for us on today's episode of Locked On Golden Gophers. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the YouTube podcast. Be sure to Follow and give a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. If it's on Spotify, go look at the top and hit follow. And right, right next to that follow button, there is a rating, a star rating. Go give us five stars so that way others can find our podcast and we can build this community up. Same thing goes for Apple Podcasts. Please leave a five-star review. Let the people know that you're liking this new show when it comes to Golden Gophers. Help us build that community because, folks, We're going to be doing something fun this fall season and we need our engagement and our followers because we are going to at least be having a locked on battle for the axe versus our pesky badger friends at locked on badgers so we need to keep up we need to have the followers the subscribers we need to build it up build our community up so we can bring that axe home not only on the field but on this podcast as well Thank you again for listening. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow, but have a great rest of the day. This is Kane Rob signing off. Have a good day.